0: Hello Time Investors! Welcome to another episode of Equity Breakdown. We will find short, no bullshit overviews of public companies. Now, Today was a very interesting day. All eyes were on Coinbase, ticker symbol COIN. The company actually went public through NASDAQ through a direct listing. They are propelling a decentralized infrastructure with decentralized assets and in fashion decided to let the market decide its value. So to put it in perspective a little bit, in their S-1 filing, the company listed some pre-IPO shares, which also gives us a peak in terms of the demand of interest. In Q3 of 2020, they sold shares weighted at an average of $28.83. Think about that. And then in March of 2021, that price went up to weighted average of $343.58. Now, with trading activity today and an outstanding share balance of $261.3 million, the company shares oscillated between $381 at the open, they peaked at $429, and finally ended up with a closing price of $328, resulting in a whopping valuation of $86 billion. Mind-blowing. To put this in perspective, Coinbase could potentially surpass the value of Goldman Sachs, an institution that has been around for 151 years. And I went ahead and I also provided some insights here in the chart below where you can understand and place Coinbase in relative to some other fintech players as well as to the legacy financial systems. So you have Square, PayPal, and then of course your legacy financial systems since so there's Bank of America, JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, and also the exchanges below. And you can see here based off of that 86, so 85.71 rounded up to 86 billion market cap. I mean, the company is valued Greater than the Nasdaq exchange. Uh, and it's close within an eight year timeframe relative to some of the legacy institutions that have been around for some cases a century uh, or half a century. Um, it'll be close to surpassing Goldman Sachs and who knows, Charles Schwab, Citigroup. Um, and to give it in perspective, the most valuable banking company out there, of course, is JPMorgan Chase. Now, from a user perspective, uh, you can also see here relative to some of those uh, uh, individual uh, companies. I mean, Coinbase right now has around fifty-six uh, verified active, 56 million verified active users. Put that in perspective, uh, that's more than Charles Schwab, Goldman Sachs combined, uh, and very close to some of the other legacy banking systems such as Bank of America, Wells Fargo and JP Mortgage. So again, phenomenal. Now, as a profitable company and an arsenal of increasing revenue and in cash, Coinbase will not need to raise any money and thus the shares will come internally. So, below, I've created a snapshot here. Uh, That's also in the previous write-up in Coinbase Part 1 that highlights some heavy hitters. So, of course, you have Anderson Horowitz, 15.8%, Mark Anderson uh, more specifically, and then, of course, Brian Armstrong, the CEO, is about 21.3%, and then the group of executive leaders and directors about 58%. So you can see here where those shares are going to come from in terms of uh, the activity that happened this morning. Now, Coinbase is the first large player in the space that gives you the seamless ability to access and own, which is very important here, the crypto assets that are molding a decentralized digital world. This success will ignite entrepreneurs and attract even more competition. Regardless of the price the company ends today, this is a milestone that will now bring focus into the blockchain technology, crypto assets, i.e. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardona, and uh, the supporting infrastructure required to build out this market. So to put it in perspective here, Post their S1 filing and before, of course, the IPO today, the company posted their Q1 results. And I created here a quick summary relative to what they had in a full year of 2020 to now Q1 of 2021. And of course, uh, there's growth across the board. Uh, Verified users went from 43 million to 56 million. Monthly transacting users went from 2.8 to 6.1. Assets on the platform expanded from 90.3 billion to 223 billion. Um, and then, of course, total revenue in 2020, full year was $1.1 billion, and just for the quarter of 2021, $1.8 billion. and net, net income as well too uh, follows that same trajectory. And from a market share perspective, full year 2020, they were at 11.1%, and now in 2021, 11.3%. So with the rise in the price of Bitcoin and other additional crypto assets, Coinbase is benefiting from a 30% increase in users, resulting in strong financial performance. The company also highlighted three scenarios forecasting their transacting users in which it derives majority of its revenue based on some key drivers. So best case scenario, the company is saying by the end of the year, they would have 7 million monthly transacting users. Um, And that, of course, depends on crypto market cap steadily increasing. uh, Volatile as well when it comes to the crypto asset prices, but increasing. Um, And worst case scenario is company will end up around 4 million transacting users, assuming that there is a price cycle adjustment uh, in regarding to crypto assets, in this case, Bitcoin more specifically. uh, And then that would cause a decline in the crypto market uh, cap as well. Ultimately, Coinbase's performance in the short term will be dependent on Bitcoin's price and transacting volume. But on the flip side, the company is positioned to set the foundation for the crypto economy. And of course, they are projecting that uh, in a couple of years, 55% of the revenue will come from diversified streams of income. And you can see that on my previous write-up where I identified uh, certain avenues of growth that they're trying to uh, tackle. For example, uh, custody of assets is one for institutions, a way of uh, gaining share uh, from a revenue perspective on that front. So when we look at Coinbase, we also have to understand that Bitcoin has a big impact and it may not in the future, especially as the company enters into the DeFi world. But for now it does, that's reality. So the global crypto market is at around 2.91 trillion, with Bitcoin representing 38% at 1.1 trillion. And the price of Bitcoin has now hit around 62.8 thousand a Bitcoin, which is phenomenal. Fundamentally, from a supply and demand point of view, we know that supply is capped at 21 million Bitcoin. Now this leaves a demand component. So at the point in time based on macro conditions, such as suspected inflation and concept of digital scarcity, the demand for Bitcoin as an asset for wealth protection is certainly increasing. So understanding this, uh, there was a great write-up, uh, it's a three-part research series uh, from Yassin uh, and David Puel. Um, Yassin coming from ARK Invest and David Powell being a cryptocurrency on-chain analyst. Uh, they highlight some key conclusions for Bitcoin based on some fundamental metrics and trends. So first, to measure the health of the Bitcoin network, they focus three concepts. Monetary integrity, security, and usage. So from a monetary integrity perspective, this is to understand, hey, can we verify the supply of Bitcoin? And yes, we can, Um, and I've attached A couple of links here from Glassnode. So right now in circulation, there's 18.6 million Bitcoins. Uh, Additionally, with each halving, and we've had three so far with the fourth one in 2024, the issuance of Bitcoin is cut in half, meaning uh, how much Bitcoin is issued makes it more difficult with the halving component that happens. Ultimately, as the Bitcoin market cap increases, supply is constrained, which causes the increase in price pretty simple concept there. Now, Bitcoin security is also another critical component adding to value. The hash rate, which reveals the processing power miners utilize to secure the Bitcoin network. And uh, as the market cap of Bitcoin has increased so far, uh, they've provided uh, some insights that the hash rate has exponentially increased as well, um, which is uh, a great component there, giving you an underlining understanding of the power of the Bitcoin network as well as um, the security that comes with it. Uh, so usage is also the final component in the initial valuation of Bitcoin. and shows investors or users uh, network activity, adoption economic activity. So as of right now, there are 1 million active addresses. So this number is very highly dependent on the price of Bitcoin. So if it goes down, usually those addresses will also decline as well, or if it goes up, it'll steadily increase. And you can see that trend after the 2018 drop uh, in the Bitcoin price. Additionally, over time, the share of individuals holding less than 10 uh, Bitcoin has increased, while those holding greater than 1000 Bitcoin has decreased. So you can see that more uh, additional uh, uh, players are coming into play. And of course, as the price of Bitcoin has accelerated, they can't afford uh, to have more than a a couple uh, resulting in this trend. Um, And for those that held a thousand or greater, usually those are individuals that have been in Bitcoin early on the game. So they've liquidated some of the asset there. So, from an economic activity perspective, BTC has an average around 250 to 300 thousand transactions daily, with total transaction volume of 600 million since inception. Now, to give you a comparison point, Visa has 65 thousand transactions per second. So, of course, um, it hasn't reached that level uh, of uh, usage relative to the traditional financial system, but it is grabbing market share every day, inch by inch. And this just gives you an idea that, yes, there's certainly some improvement, but you know, at the end of the day, from these three components, we can just come to one conclusion that Bitcoin has strong features that justify its digital scarcity and its role in the class of assets that represents preservation of wealth. Um, so those are key components there. Now, for some key insights for you guys. So Coinbase's IPO is a critical milestone for the crypto world. The crypto market is at its infancy and Coinbase represents a stepping stone to a greater market that is developing. So ultimately, whether this is a great investment or not, uh, you know the point here from Coinbase, uh, especially with the IPO and the level of attention that it is getting now um, that it didn't have previously before shows one fact only that, hey, now this market is finally coming out into the public eye, uh, beyond just the individuals that were very enthusiastic and supportive from the early days. And uh, it's going to create a wave of consistent innovation uh, and new emerging uh, players, hence the development of the crypto economy. Now, based on their Q1 results, Coinbase is in a strong position financially, and in terms of market share, realizing the fact that 90% of their customers to date have been acquired for free organically. So that's a key component here. And it's something to understand that uh, as a market leader and being first in the space, and the fact that customers have come to them organically, they have a strong position, so they will leverage their brand equity and the services they provide to continue maintaining their position as a market leader. So any other competitor that will come into their field will have to have either some substantial uh, difference in a business model uh, or a lot of capital to start competing with them to build the infrastructure that Coinbase has built in these past eight years. On top of that, as a company enters the public markets, competition from existing exchanges as well as up and coming crypto players will create revenue pressure. Coinbase derives majority of revenues from transaction fees in their platform and is currently one of the highest in the market at around 0.5%. This will certainly challenge their top line if Coinbase is slow to diversify its revenue streams. So when you look at it from an exchange uh, perspective, of course, there's exchanges with very low fees, hence some don't even charge fees. So the fact that Coinbase has one of the largest fees in the market will eventually create pressure as players enter into the crypto world. Um, Right now, their first mover advantage Uh, It will not give them that pressure in the short medium term. Um, This is the same concept that the CEO also confirmed as well. So now the company at its current structure is highly sensitive towards Bitcoin's market volatility. Because of the appreciation in Bitcoin price, users have gravitated to Coinbase to gain an entry point. A potential price adjustment can result in an opposite effect. So, you know, while we say that in the future Bitcoin will not be Coinbase uh, and therefore or Coinbase will not be Bitcoin, uh, then uh, for now, unfortunately, uh, majority of it is driven by the interest in Bitcoin. Um, So as Coinbase offers even greater assets than what they do right now, so they've diversified on that front, um, additional revenue streams, again, uh, will be uh, necessary. uh, But in the short term uh, or medium term, uh, Bitcoin price will play a big role in their financial performance. And finally, also security is an additional risk. So potential hack and the loss of crypto assets will inevitably create a loss of brand equity. And now that a lot of eyes came on Coinbase, um, do not uh, remove the idea that they are immune to these types of um, attacks. They happen consistently and crypto will be a sensitive uh, environment as well. Now, when it comes to the final conclusion here in terms of insights, uh, in the interview this morning, uh, Brian Armstrong, Steve Cohen co- was quoted saying this, um, we're the first fintech that is uh, vertically integrated. We start from the customer relationship and all the way down to integration with underlying rails, AKA the financial uh, system framework. So building a new financial system framework themselves as blockchain scale, we will build on the new rails and create a new type of company a crypto company. So that's a new uh, term I heard today uh, that he uh, is coining. So uh, Coinbase is not an exchange company uh, and it is not your traditional fintech company that is building on top of the legacy systems. It is a breed of new companies that he now has coined to be a crypto company. So this will bring new waves of companies in the crypto economy that will eventually spawn greater opportunities for investors. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this quick uh, overview of uh, Coinbase part two. Uh, Today, all eyes were on Coinbase. And as we move on during the week, uh, I will have uh, a couple of some space companies that we started off earlier in the last week in terms of understanding the market. uh, And we will go in depth and break down um, some space companies. So uh, tomorrow, be prepared for Maxar Technologies. Um, So stay tuned. And again, if you like this content, please make sure to share this newsletter, share this post, follow me on Twitter and or subscribe. So to all of you, always stay incurably curious and on to the next.